This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward. Okay, Shane, let's talk about energy and time and all of that stuff that we have to do in life and making it work in the 24 hours in the limited amount of energy that we have every day. Are you trying to get me to go rah-rah? Is this a totally different direction than rah-rah? I hope so. Please say yes. Well, rah-rah is let's get out there and do this. Now, I think this is more organic and I only have so much energy in a day. Like I do. I mean, let's just go there. I only have so much energy in a day. And if things are pulling me away from the things that I really need to be doing, then when it comes time to do those things, it's probably going to suck. We are an exhausted society right now. This is so critical and I think it's so timely to talk about it because we are tired. Like we are tired of things. We've talked before about being exhausted over it's COVID's fault. Well, it's inflation's fault. So we have these all this mental exhaustion, but then we have this mental thing Thing that can drain our energy and it is both physical and mental who we give that energy to where we give that energy to is extremely critical in keeping us steady and I have this sort of thing of slow and steady wins the race you've done a lot of travel in the last few weeks I've done a lot of travel in the last few weeks and I think it's safe to say for both of us we're exhausted Like we are mentally exhausted right now. And there's a little bit of physical exhaustion that goes along with that. And so I've really wanted to focus on figuring out, okay, who most deserves my energy? And then secondary, what most deserves my energy? Because I think most of us actually try the whole idea of time management. There's a reason that time management is this multi-billion dollar industry that's out there, right? And this may be our uh, million dollar mousetrap, is that we create some kind of something, something, and evolve that focus from time to energy. Because, you know, I mean, let's face it, we can stay up all night and create more time for ourselves. We've all had to do that. But there's only so much energy that we have. So I think figuring out who deserves our energy and what deserves our energy is key to being successful long-term. Yes, I've traveled immensely over the last few months and specifically over the last two weeks. End of the college semester, still have a daughter in college, plays college softball. Lot, right? It's a grind. We heard about it, but until you go through it, you don't realize that it is such a grind. And I was talking with her on the trip home from moving her home from the dorm for the summer and we were talking through that grind and you don't really understand until you do it that you leave for a three-game series on Thursday morning you travel you get resettled in a hotel you go to practice wherever you're going on that road trip that evening so this would be like a Thursday play on Friday evening but you have early hitting on Friday you've got to mix in some schoolwork here and there you do it again on Saturday, you do it again on Sunday, and then you travel home after the Sunday game. And that usually ends up with you making it back home anywhere from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning, right? And then you have three days of regular class and practice, and then you just do it all over again. This kind of resonated with me about keeping your energy up and keeping that happening. And they always have a day 
off and it's usually Monday and it's a recharge day. We've hit on needing to recharge, get up from your desk, make the block around the office, make the schedule, your time away from the computer. All of those things are energy recharging things. And just for me, over the last three weeks, I would say, last conference series, Big 12 tournament, moving out of the dorm. Oh, we're going to squeeze in Mother's Day. We did a lot of back and forth here and there, and it is just draining. Just over the last few days, maybe for the first time in my business life, I kept looking over at my backpack with my laptop kind of sticking out of it just a little bit. And I just got frustrated with it. I just looked at it out of the corner of my eye and I was just like, I don't like you right now. That was sort of this aha thing of my energy meter is way down. I really need to recharge this thing. So welcome to the world of the rest of us because this sounds terrible, but I'm so excited that this fight happened to you because most of us have this happen you know at least once a year and so the fact that it has now happened in your business career of over two decades which is very commendable that this is the first time it's happened but yeah and I love that you're sharing that this finally happened to you but you made a decision through this and you knew that your energy needed to be focused on Emma and that your energy needed to be focused on travel and supporting her and having these experiences that are never going to happen again. And you probably didn't even think about the fact that you were choosing where to spend your energy, but you did. And when we get back in the office and now we're figuring out, okay, how do I apply that to my work day? No, I'm not trying to send you down the whole procrastinate planning rabbit hole, right? Because this is not one of those things where if you sit down and you're going to spend the next eight hours to figure out, okay, my energy needs to go here and 2% of my energy needs to go here and 4% of my energy needs to go here because I know some insurance agents will go there and this will be a great excuse to not do what they need to do because this is an exercise to do that. But thinking more holistically, okay, what are the most important things that I need to do this week? What are the things that I need to focus my energy on and where can I step away and not put my energy there? You know, I think about this time management versus energy thing that you brought up and it does resonate because I have always really focused on time management. We've talked about block timing and we've talked about all those things. And I would say that over the last few months, one of the things that I recognize and one of the things that I've also talked to some other friends about and things like that is we are way more efficient today as a people, as certainly an insurance industry and and an independent agency system. We are so much more efficient. We're doing so much more within the same time span that I feel like there are these moments that I have recognized what I would call vegging out. I would hit this point where I would like zone out on social media for 30 minutes or 20 minutes or some period of time. I would never have done that three or four years ago. Like I just, it just wouldn't have happened. I don't know if it's an age thing or I don't know if it's just a realization thing, kind of where we are, but I feel like I'm still way more productive than I was five years ago, but I'm getting more done in a less amount of time. 
And then within that, I'm finding myself in these pockets of time where I don't have energy. Did I do too much? Did I give my energy away to somebody that I shouldn't have? Did I give it to some project that I shouldn't have? And recognizing that is is really important because I'm sitting here staring at a couple of things in my to-do list, and that's going to take me a few days to get my energy back to even go down that path just because of some choices that I made. Managing that, you got to protect your energy. You got to make sure that this energy doesn't just go. On a smaller scale of that, for some reason, most people are afraid of saying no. And I want to encourage you to actually practice saying the word and say it out loud over and over. Say it out loud in the car. There are so many times that we are asked to hop on a call, go to a meeting, go to a luncheon, go to a dinner. And if you've listened to us ever before, you know that I think community involvement is important. I think that calls marketing is important. I think giving back to the community and being involved, all of those things are imperative to your business. However, that being said, sometimes you can say, no, you don't have to be there. And if you know that your energy is already taxed, it's okay not to go. It's okay not to hop into that meeting. It's okay to ask, hey, is this something that I really need to be at? Or asking in a different way, what do you specifically need me there for? And then you can kind of make that decision. So it's okay to say no, people will get over it. And if they don't, then bless their hearts. I decided that I couldn't put all of my energy into all social media platforms platforms. I needed to pick something and I settled on LinkedIn. That's just me. Now, over the last couple of weeks, my my postings have paused a little bit because of this energy problem. I made a decision a few months ago to go all in on one platform, being involved in the community or serving on different boards or different things. Trying to do it all is an energy zapper, but having some focus areas or a few things that you put your energy to and doing it really really, really well. That's energy saving. And you're still accomplishing a lot of things. You're still doing really well, but I can't tell you how relieving it was just to make the decision that I'm going to be focused on LinkedIn as an individual and I'm going to do my own posting and I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to just focus on that one thing. Just making the decision to do that just freed me up mentally to go, okay, I don't have to worry about Twitter or Facebook. I'm just going to do this one thing and I'm going to get really good at that and I'm going to focus on that. Maybe down the road, I'll add another, but for now, that's just me. And I think you can do the same thing with your community involvement. You don't have to do community involvement across every spectrum that's out there. You just don't. But you can do really well. Save your energy for the right things, for the things that you really love and are passionate about, and then do it really, really well. When I was in high school, I was in 17 clubs and organizations my sophomore year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then when I was in my 20s and early 30s, one time we added it up and I was serving on the board or as chair or whatever of between 28 and 34 different organizations and events per year. And I think about that now when I'm a little more seasoned and the idea of doing that at this point in my life makes my head explode. There is no way that I could have a full-time job and do all of those things. Now, I wasn't 
married at that point. So I know that that takes some of my energy and being involved in those things was part of my job. But I can't fathom keeping all of those things straight at this point in my life. So this may be one of those things that if you're listening to us in your 20s decade, you're like, oh yeah, I can do that. But if you're listening to us in your 40s decade, you're like, okay, I totally get it. I love the fact that you referred to yourself as seasoned. That's way better than vintage, by the way. I'm a Louisiana girl, so being a little Tony Sasseries doesn't hurt anything. I'm going to take that one. That's a wonderful, wonderful word to describe experience is seasoned. I like it. So you're going to write this in your moleskin, right? So like, it's going to be in the notebook. Definitely writing it in the notebook. Definitely going into the permanent recordings of the life of Shane. It's really, really easy to get caught up in this trap. And we think, okay, we have all this energy because we're younger or we're not at a different life stage. Maybe we're not married yet. Maybe we don't have kids yet. And it's just this thing that I do worry about people being as productive or reaching their full potential. And I think that's at the core here. If I just had to kind of back up and go, okay, what is your goal for doing this? What is your goal for where you are? My goal is to help independent agency owners fulfill their potential. There's just so many agencies out there that are either newer or or smaller, younger, less seasoned, so to speak. Or there are individuals who want to get into owning an independent agency, starting an independent agency. And I just feel like they're not necessarily reaching their full potential at times. And I think that energy management is just such a big part of this, of reaching that. And I don't want you to look up in two or three years and go, what just happened? I would love for agency owners to know exactly what just happened because you had a focused effort. You had energy management. You understood this difference of time versus energy. And you were able to kind of put things into perspective and go, yeah, no, this is me making that happen in my life and in my career, in my business. And all of those things are interchangeable. You just can't not be an independent agency owner after five o'clock. One of the things that I have learned from my husband is there is a YouTube video on everything that exists out there. And I have a tendency to want technology to do everything I need it to do and I want it to do it now. And it used to really frustrate me when something wasn't working the way I wanted it to work or the way that I thought it should work. And so now I've gotten to the point that, okay, if it doesn't work once, I'm going to try one other thing. And then if it still doesn't do what I want it to do, I go directly to YouTube. And I type in what I am looking for. And 98 times out of 100, there is some YouTube video out there, or there may be 40 YouTube videos out there that I'm going to take five to 10 minutes of my time, step back, watch the video. I may fast forward through the parts where they talk a whole lot at the beginning, but I'm going to figure out how to use what I'm trying to do properly. And that's been a way that I've been getting energy back because instead of being frustrated at the technology I'm using. Okay, I've watched this video, I've decompressed, and now I know how to do it. And I think that that is huge, knowing that the answers are out there and not getting frustrated. The other side 
of that is when you get frustrated at technology and you call somebody to help you, so many times that creates more frustration. So if you can figure out how to do it yourself, it's going to be an energy saver and a time saver. Some people just have just this straight up dislike for technology. And you might check your attitude there. (laughs) Attitude is a choice, as I say all the time. And technology is not going away. Being better at technology, finding ways to improve technology can actually be an energy saver because mentally being frustrated or having a really, really crappy attitude about something, anything, is energy draining. If you're like me, YouTube is a little bit of a problem for you because you end up down a rabbit hole watching the dairy cow hoof repair video that has popped up. Okay, I'm totally obsessed with those. Those are nuts. I know, right? They're kind of gross. I can get down that rabbit hole really quickly, but is that bad? I don't watch television anymore. We will watch a show at a time, but that's like a final wind down kind of thing before bed. We will watch a Netflix show. And so these videos are kind of my veg out moment. They're my decompress moment. For me, it actually has become energy creating because it helps me move beyond this area of shutting down my brain for a moment. The horseshoeing is another one. I'm a horseshoeing fanatic. Don't know how to shoe a horse personally, but I know all the really good horseshoers on YouTube. And then the yard guy, a couple of these landscapers that are doing videos now with like a million followers that are really making more money doing the videos than they are doing the actual landscaping business. So those three segments are my zone out area of my life, just to let you in a little bit into my personal space here. But that's how I re-energize. I zone out there for 10, 15 minutes on a video, and then I'm back into whatever. That's a recharge today for me. It's something that I do all the time. And it's something that I would encourage anyone to find in their life. Like, what is it? What is it that you do that would help you recharge your brain to give you your energy back? I was talking with John Gentry, who is one of our agents in Whitehall, Texas. And I remember him giving a piece of advice to another agent of ours at our agency council meeting. This was a newer agent, and he was talking about all of these different organizations that he was joining to help promote his business, which I love. But he gave the guy a piece of advice, and he said, join the organization, but don't be the president of it. I think that's good. Yeah. He said, you're going to get the same amount of exposure. You're not going to make people mad because, you know, the president normally makes somebody mad. But I loved that. And that's one of those things that I really wish somebody would have told me in my 20s because being the chairperson or being the president or being the executive director or whatever you want to call it took up so much of my time because of all the nyan that goes on. Is that, is that a is that a word? A nyan Yeah, that's very much a, a word in Texas. Okay, that was my southernism just came out there. But that's negative energy that I did not need. So yes, join the organization, be active in the organization. But when they come to you and say, we really need you to do this because nobody else will do it. Guess what? If you say no, somebody else will do it. I would even add to that this idea, something that I've recognized that I need to work on, that I have to get better at. And that is... As agency owners, as leaders, business leaders, you don't have to be in control of everything. It's very natural when you are leading 
in your career, leading in your business, that you tend to, I'm used to being in control, I'm used to leading something. And we have to find ways to be involved and not actually be in control of it and learn how to deal with that. Learn how to work with others, so to speak, or learn how to balance out this thing that happens in our lives that's natural. It's natural. We're in this position. We're good at it. It's what we do. But then the result of that is, is that you end up in this thing where everything in your life you're in control of. And then when you're not in control of something, you freak out. You didn't mean to, but you actually become toxic to other people because you're used to being in control and now you're not in control. That is an energy draining mindset. And it is very, very resonating to me because there's so many things that I am in control of. I am leading, so to speak. And by being in control of them, I mean, I'm the final say, or I'm the leader of that situation. And that is sort of this control element to it. And it's not always that way in the things that we need to be participating in. I try to live by the mantra of if somebody can do it 80% as well as I can, let them do it. And this is one of those things that from a volunteer perspective, from a leadership perspective, from a management perspective, and even in our household perspective, you know, it's one of those things that if you decide to give up control, when you decide to give up control. That's step one. But then if you take all of this energy and you're seething inside because you're saying, I could do that so much better, or they really need to be doing it this way, or if they did it that way, it would be more efficient, then you should have just gone ahead and done it your way in the first place. There's some situations in your job, and I've learned this one the hard way too. Not everybody wants it to be more efficient. Not everybody wants it to be better. They enjoy the way they're doing it, and it's working for them. And I spent a large percentage of my career, probably the first three quarters of my career to this point, going, how can we do this better? How can we do this more efficiently? How can we cut down how long it takes to do something here? And there are certain things that are just run really, really well. And nobody needs to jack with them. I saw this article the other day on Wall Street Journal about Amazon completely tearing down their entire logistics and distribution system and rebuilding it back up to be more efficient, more timely, less expensive, all these things. And I'm like, okay, so I can order something from my phone. And depending on where I live, I can get that thing in my hands at the office or the house address, and I can do that later this afternoon. How much more efficient do I really need it to be for my life to work? Did Amazon really, really need to tear down their logistics systems and rebuild it up to be more efficient? I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, the Amazon people would argue and the corporate world would argue with me on this. And I understand the argument from their perspective. But as a consumer, I'm getting what I want. Even if it's tomorrow, even if it's three days from now, I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, there are some things that we spend energy on in our businesses that we don't need to spend energy on because you know what? And I hate to say this, gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It works and it's good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be good enough and it can work and it can work with the right cost structure. And if it's working, it's okay. We don't have to tear it apart just because we think we have to be 
more efficient. There's just some things. I'm not talking about everything, but some things that I think we need to have a check and balance on that says, do we really need to invest the money to make it better there? Or are we draining our energy? So I feel somewhat triggered by that. You should. You should, you should feel a lot triggered by that. Because I do like things to be pretty and I do like things to be perfect and to represent who we are. And so I get both sides of this. I really do. But that's what you hired me for is to make things pretty and make things perfect and make sure that they're as authentically us as possible. So yeah, but I did want to point that out that I was just a, a little bit triggered there. There are things that the artist can see that no one else is going to ever notice. When you do it yourself, when you're the creator of it, well, then you're going to notice things that aren't exactly perfect, right? And this is definitely within your agency. I mean, you're going to see every single thing that is wrong and could possibly be better. Agency owners are very similar in this regard to artists, and it makes it very hard to train other people to do the work because you can do it better. You think you can do it better. You know what? You can do it better because you're the owner and you know what's happening and you know how it should work and you know what you want to happen out of this whatever situation. But we have to find ways to understand that no one else is seeing the problem that you actually are seeing in so many cases because you're the artist in this example. And so it's just something that can be energy draining to state to get back here. It will drain you if you spend so much time and energy and give so much energy to this whole idea of no one else can do this except me. It's just something that we need to kind of get our head around and say, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. Something's wrong here. Like I shouldn't be this exhausted about my business or my personal life or whatever it's affecting. And it's not meant for you to be that way. That's not normal. And I think we're normalizing it. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Albert Greenfield. A man doesn't need brilliance or genius. All he needs is energy. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.